Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at the Eshi Taurus Company. I'm your host, Matt LePan. And this week, we're going to be talking something a little different. It's going to be flame-free brazing and the benefits of doing so, and some of the products you can use to do that. To do so, you need to bring in an expert like we always do. And our expert today is going to be Chris Morley of Morley Associates. And he's representative of Parker Hannafin and Zoomlock. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Matt. Just so folks can get a little bit of a background on you so that they can know who they're hearing from, can you just give a, a brief background on who you are, Morley Associates? Yeah, Morley Associates is a uh, representative group based in Brantford, Connecticut. We are primarily focused on the HVAC refrigeration markets, calling on wholesale distribution. Parker Hanson is one of our principal lines that uh, we've been handling for close to 30 years. Parker has come up with an innovative product called ZoomLock. Zoomlock is basically a flame-free, braze-free fitting, the crimp fitting, meant to be used in refrigeration and air conditioning applications. You know, as we get into it, we'll touch on Zoomlock a little bit later on the podcast here, but flame-free brazing. To some folks, this, you know, some of the real old school guys and even some of the newer guys, this is a really new idea. Can you just touch a little bit on exactly what you mean by flame-free brazing? Okay, well, typically in air conditioning and refrigeration systems, in our industry, we have been using silver solders and silver braze for joining pipes and fittings within the system. In recent times now, a press fitting, similar to the press fittings you see on the water and air side, have come into the industry. Parker was able to come up with a product that is leak-free under extreme conditions, high temperatures as well as high pressures. This product is suitable for use with all refrigerants, excluding R22, and I shouldn't say exactly including 22, but with the product that we sell right now, the O-ring is not compatible with the chlorine in the uh, R22. Uh, we do have a separate O-ring, it's a separate product line, it's very limited. But for any of the 400 series refrigerants as well as the 500 series refrigerants, this product is suitable. Anything basically with a POE oil is suitable. It will uh, handle pressures of very high pressures of 750 pounds. Uh, operating pressure, it has a burst pressure of five times that, and also suitable for high temperatures, uh, upwards of 250, 300. And when you look into flame-free brazing and setting up systems flame-free, there are a lot of benefits, but to me, the most obvious one is you don't need to pull these permits anymore. A lot of our distributors do business within cities, whether it be Boston or Worcester or Nashua and some of these older buildings and some of the building codes, you have to get a lot of permits. Talk about some of the time they can save by going flame free. Well, it's, it's a significant time saver, but uh, also a significant savings in money also. Typically when you're raising a fitting, there's several towns in, in the area, several towns within Massachusetts, but also within New England that require a hot work permit. Hot work permit also may require a fire watch in some cases. Not only do you pay for the hot work permit each day that you're working with uh, brazing, but also uh, you have to have a fire watch. A fire watch is an individual who's trained to operate a fire extinguisher in the event that, that a fire may erupt. So it's an extra body on the work crew uh, that you have to pay for. And it's usually there two hours, sometimes up to three hours after the last torch has been extinguished. We're talking about brazing versus uh, flame-free. What you, you need to do is there's a lot of uh, other accessories you need to have. So you need respirators, goggles, fire safety equipment, fire extinguishers, solders and flux, access to water, cooling rods. In addition to that, you need to purge the system with nitrogen while you're brazing. All of these are very important. 
components of, of brazing versus plant free where basically what you need to do is to have a obviously a clean environment a tube cutter and a deburring tool and then a crimper so there's significantly less components are required on the job obviously there's no acetylene or oxygen required and there's many restrictions especially in the cities where we're traveling through uh, tunnels and bridges uh, where there are restrictions for bringing nitrogen, acetylene, or oxygen, really any kind of compressed gas. So there's significant speed in pressing a fitting versus brazing a fitting, as well as cleanliness concerns while brazing. And plant free is a much cleaner process than brazing. You kind of took my next thought there is when you're going to a job, first, like you said, the, the fire watch person, the last thing you want when you're in a hot, cramped environment is somebody sitting there watching you with a fire extinguisher but you also don't want to lug up your torch gas your nitrogen you don't want to have to pull in the gloves put on the goggles all that it just adds to an already you know sometimes when you're in a small area not the most pleasant experience really when you think about it flame free it makes the experience more pleasant for the person doing the work and chris if you could touch on this there's less really less training that has to go into it to do the brazing, you know, a lot of guys have this skill, but when you're hiring someone new, you have to teach them all the ins and outs and make sure they know how to do the permits and everything. The learning curve a lot less steep when you're doing flame free. You're actually right, Matt. Our industry today, we have a lack of skilled uh, technicians in the field and really a lack of skilled technicians coming into the field. With that said, the industry is looking for simpler, less skilled methods of joining pipe and really installing systems. Braze-free connections really fits the bill there. Just to kind of give you a background, uh, brazing is, is not an easy task. There's really quite a bit to it to do it properly. And it takes really weeks and months of, of, of practice to really consistently do a good braze joint without having a contaminated joint. Um, so temperature is very important to do that. And because of the nature of our industry, we're often, as you mentioned, we're often placed in conditions, environmental conditions that are cramped and, and can be environmentally challenging, very hot, very cold, etc. And this all can have an effect on how good that braze joint may go. In contrast to that, uh, a braze-free joint is much, much less susceptible to any type of external environmental conditions. It takes somewhat less expertise. I guess you could say there, there's less chance of an error in joining the pipe to a fitting because there's just less steps to, to take with the braze free versus a braze joint. We haven't touched on this yet, but in terms of probably the most important thing, if you're an HVAC business owner, safety. You're not having somebody open up a torch. You're not taking necessarily the liability of having a live flame in someone's home or someone's apartment building or someone's office building when you go flame free and for the safety of your tech who's out there doing the install, much safer for him to do flame free versus flamed brazing. You're right. I grew up in the industry and worked in the field for quite a few years. And I can tell you that we didn't have flame free fittings. So everything was brazed. And there are a number of times when you're working in, a, in an attic in a wooden structure with flammable products all around you that honestly, they do catch on fire, but you're you're conscious enough and you try to get them out. And I think with less skilled technicians uh, today, there's more of a chance of, of having an accident with a flame today uh, than there was in the past. Contrast now to a flame-free fitting, a uh, zoom lock type of fitting, there's no chance of having a, an accident due to uh, a flame, obviously, because there is no flame. 
and uh, there's also less chance of contamination in the system because we're not we're not heating that joint up. And then when you talk about obviously you know fumes that are released when you're soldering or the chance of even if just solder falls on someone and you know one of your technicians gets a gets a burn you know it's just it's liability that in flame free you're not taking now that we have a chance here we're going to get into the ZoomLock product range and you've touched on a little bit we sell ZoomLock here at the SG Taurus company as a flame free brazing we have all the fittings we have all the parts needed for what is ZoomLock what kind of product offering is there for ZoomLock and how is this product offering going to benefit some of our dealers, especially those that have to deal with applications within a city where, like we said, it's it's much more restrictive to do brazing with a flame? Product line today, as we have it, offers fittings from quarter inch through inch and three eighths. That's quarter, five sixteenths, three eighths, half, three quarters, seven eighths, inch and an eighth, and inch and three eighths. We offer couplings. We offer tees. Uh, we offer reducing couplings. We offer long radius elbow. We offer end caps, okay, for pressure testing. We have a unique product, uh, which are flare adapters, which are really, really great for ductless products. We also have uh, slip couplings. In addition to that, we do have a few other products now. We have now 45 degree elbows, and we also have now bushings available. In addition to that, we have some components. We have dryers, we have expansion valves, we have sight glasses, and we have ball valves, all with ZoomLock ends. We are now seeing OEM equipment manufacturers, residential equipment manufacturers now, to produce product with ODM fitting ends on their service valves so that either a sweat coupling can be used or a ZoomLock fitting. They're starting to see the benefits of this product. Contractors have asked for this a product that they can ZoomLock directly in the field, and OEMs are responding and giving them that product. When a contractor is out there using the ZoomLock product line, what's the process like for that? You know, some folks, they think that this is going to be a, a very involved process. We touched on earlier, there's not a lot that you need in order to get these fittings and connections put on. You don't need a lot of equipment, and the process of getting them on is also very easy as well when you're using ZoomLock, isn't it? Yes, it is. You know, we have uh, we have several steps. We call it five steps to prep. Basically... It's relatively simple to do. The first step is to cut your tubing to length. Now, it's important to look at that tubing and look at the condition of the tubing. There are a few things that are a little bit different, I guess I should start with. You want to inspect the end of the tubing where you're going to crimp onto. Any kind of score or dent in the end of the tubing where that O-ring, uh, which is your primary seal in the fitting, wherever that's going to lie, unless it's in very good condition, it could create a leak path. So what we want to do is first is we want to cut the tubing with a quality tube cutter. Then, of course, it's always good practice to ream the tubing and okay, make sure that you have a good flow path through that tubing and there's not a lip on the edge of the inside of the tubing. The next important step is to is to mark the tubing. Now, when we say mark it, we want to make sure that that tubing is inserted enough into that fitting so that there's at least a three-eighths of an inch engagement past the end of the tubing so the o-ring has a good surface area to crimp onto the next step that we want to do is we want to clean the tubing okay now we use the uh a, some type of scotch bright pad i know that's a brand name but some type of abrasive pad you can use sand cloth should be 180 grit or, or or greater it doesn't really need to be aggressive we'd like to have it relatively smooth finish there also if technicians are installing line sets sometimes the uh they score that tubing with a with a knife uh, make sure that that 
area where the tubing is scored is not uh, part of the crimp area. Otherwise, that could be a leak path. The next thing that we want to do is when we crimp it, we want to insert it into the tubing, making sure that it lines up with that mark that you had made on the tubing with the depth gauge. And then lastly, you want to crimp it, do it in the proper manner. There is a difference between crimping with a Zumla fitting versus uh, crimping a uh, water press type of fitting. So it's important to pay attention to how it's crimped. And then the last step, of course, is to check it with a crimp gauge and make sure that you've got a full crimp. You mentioned the difference in crimping. Can you just touch on the, the main difference there? The main difference really is, is pretty simple. The zoom lock fitting, the O-ring goes on the edge of the jaw, whereas in a water press fitting, it goes right in the center of the jaw. So in a water press, two crimp marks that you see are on, a, on our either side of that O-ring. Whereas in a zoom lock fitting, the O-ring is placed on the edge of the jaw and two crimps are ahead of that towards the tube. Doing the scrimping is actually extremely easy with the zoom lock product, isn't it? It is really very simple. The tool that we have is a light, very versatile tool, very simple to use. Uh, it's self-calibrating. It's a hydraulically actuated jaw set of jaw. You press the button and uh, it actuates the hydraulic cylinder, drives it closed, grips the fitting, and then backs off automatically. Very, very simple to operate. Chris, there's some new products hitting the market for ZoomLock. They're pretty exciting for folks out there, you know, as exciting as, as new fittings could be. But can you touch on those a little bit? Yeah, there's, there's two, two new, newer products that we've come up with now, 90-degree uh, street elbows which uh, the market had asked for. We've got those now available from 3.8 inch to inch and 3.8. And we also have a, a Y-joint, which is available for 3.8 through inch and 8. The Y-joint is used often with VRF systems. It does come with its own home insulation kit, preformed. And then the lastly, we have uh, P-traps. They're available from one half inch through inch and 3.8. Chris, a lot of folks out there will be concerned about code certifications and how these will comply with ZoomLock. Uh, can you touch on that a little bit, please? Well, first of all, ZoomLock is UL listed. It's important, UL 207 listed for high-pressure refrigeration piping systems uh, up to 700 PSI. All size fittings and connections and ancillary refrigeration products are also approved. We are also listed with the ICC codes, 2015 IMC and Uniform Code UMC codes. We also meet the new 2018 IMC and UMC, and it is through the entire line of product through Agent 38s. Great. Well, he's Chris Morley of Morley & Associates. I want to thank Chris for joining us. We want to thank everybody out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. You can listen on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. You can catch us a lot of different places. Just search Taurus Talk. Make sure to follow along on social media for updates. Use the hashtag Taurus Talk and any ideas you have, leave them right there and we'll get those out to you. And as always, you can go to our website, sgtaurus.com backslash podcast. Listen to all of our podcasts there. Thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Talk.